You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Hi everyone, Annie here for Showreel. Hope you're going okay. Today we're chatting with Molly Reynolds. You will remember that Molly is responsible for the trilogy My Name is Gilpilly, Another Country and Still Our Country in collaboration with David Gilpilly. This year of COVID hasn't meant the downing of tools for Molly. She's been working on a film called Sherpapa with English filmmaker Shaka Bassi, which will be available in November as part of the Sydney Film Festival's online presence. Molly lives in the lucky Isle of Tasmania, where COVID is less invasive, and had come back from a visit to South Australia before we spoke, which seemed a little like heaven on a stick from a Victorian point of view. This is what Molly had to say. How are you? Very well, thank you, Annie. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Where are you at the moment? Tasmania. Oh, cool. Okay, so did you yes. go? Did you go to South Australia to see uh, David? David, yes, yes, I did. I, you know, it was a, it was a it was the briefest of trips, but um, given that neither states have COVID, it's that much easier. Yeah. So yes, I, I headed over to just catch up, see how he was, and um, he was okay. Yeah, you know, frail good. and fragile. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just a, such an odd idea to be able to travel somewhere, being in Melbourne. You I, see. <laughs> I, know. I know, but you know, but the but the um the, the the borders are falling rapidly. New South Wales is taking um international visitors from November first. Yep. Um, without quarantining, Victoria is welcoming people from New South Wales. So it's all gone crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know what it, how it, our numbers were very high today, over two thousand. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. I tell you, Victoria has been so unlucky. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, mm, than, we're yep. here to talk about something much more interesting than that because. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's all kind of related because Show Papa is is you know is all about the pandemic. Yeah, it is. And everything about this film is fascinating. I mean, as a film, it's fascinating, uh, but the making of it's fascinating. How did you and uh, Shahabasi work to work on this film? How did this idea come about? Uh, it came. It came about because, um, well, there had been over over the years. Shaker had had sent would send video messages, especially when he was feeling particularly unwell and the act of writing, you know, an, an email was, was too much. And there was, you know, there was generally something so so sort of 
oh, compelling about his video messages that I'd, I'd asked him if, you know, if we could work together and make a documentary. And he said no. Um, and you know, <laughs> a little time had passed, 12 months later, and I'd say, Shaker, please. Um, and he'd go, no. And when the pandemic hit in 2020, it was, um, you know, Rolf, Rolf Deheer, who's one of the producers and myself, we, we caught up regularly with Shaker and, and I could not, I could not just shake the idea. Um, and I approached Shaker again and said, you know, would you, would you be up for, for collaborating? And he said, "Well, look, you know, the story, the story's now bigger than me. So, so yes, I am. Yeah. And um, and that's 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 you know, it, it actually took the took the pandemic for for Shaker to commit to it. Oh, because watching it, it's like a diary of his um, lockdown in London. Uh, but of course, it's much, much more than that. And I then." After watching it, because I was completely engrossed by it, I suddenly thought, because he is a screenwriter and filmmaker, is this a train of thought, stream of consciousness uh, affair, or did he actually write it? I mean, what what was the process? He he wrote it. Um, he and in fact, um, the generous the genesis of the film, there was um, Shaker. W- was very was very keen to to commit to this as a drama where i um as a documentary filmmaker felt that its its strength lay as as a doco and in some ways it is a hybrid but really where it does land is as a documentary and so a lot of what what shaker speaks to um is a is a distilled distilled sense of of what 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 is happening um and and some scenes are constructed is it sounds like a, a manipulated word but you know some of the scenes are a man you know are, are created in such a way to um to convey with you know with, with urgency his situation and for example when he's wait you know when he trips and falls for um, while while trying to get a package delivery, speaks to that. Ah, so so was that that? Were, oh, I see. I understand uh, because the um, that it is full of drama. It's full of drama. Mm. It's, it's quite surprising because uh, as it's a one a location space. Uh, and um, it goes through time, you know, sort of a bit like watching paint dry in a sense because he's in this uh, isolated place. But it goes down through layers and layers of uh, himself and uh, the world in uh, in general and his relationship with the world in general, which is uh, quite fascinating. Mm, it it. It, it it is um, in that nothing nothing really happens yet so much does happen, um, and it is it is it is a film that um, I think sort of gr- almost grabs its audience on the un- unawares. And what I mean by that is, you know, you you, you you start to watch it and you kind of go, oh yeah, but before you know it, you're kind of in his world but you don't know at what point you just 
fell into it, you know, I think is it's it's strangely an immersive piece. Or yeah. An, yeah. And, and uh, also because he is such a poetic fellow, the way mm. he uh, talks about things, I began to write down some of the things he said because I found it so compelling. So, for example, I mean, he is a man that has a uh, disability, but he, as he says, disability is not the loss of, of ability. Some people think that you lose your mind, that you have no cognitive skills. It's so far from the truth. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is. Um, I was catching up with Shaker only recently and he was telling me, you know, how he was, you know, how he was he was telling someone he had just made a film and um, and the audience went, really? Are you sure about that? Um, because, you know, he, he hobbled into the room on a pair of crutches and that, you know, and two, it was to, um, to fellow industry people and their sense of prejudice was so strong that they, that they couldn't quite believe that a disabled person had made a film. And um, having seen it, Annie, as you know, um, he not only you know did did he did he write it and he and Shaker was the lead, but he also shot it as well. Well, that um, was the other thing. I, I started to realise. I think to myself as I was watching it, how did this get shot? And then of course I realised he was. Um, the camera person. camera person as well, which is really fascinating because it's incredibly good quality. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed, and um, and I think that that was where the the film had had natural natural advantage as a documentary was that Shaker was a film you know is a filmmaker. So he he understood the, the you know in, he he under, intrinsically understood the value of framing it right of paying attention to how it looked and the sound and everything else like that. Yeah, and then there's and as you've just told me, uh, various elements in it, the structure of the piece. Uh, he's thought about which things he wants to use as uh, a dramatic. Devices, in a sense. Yes, and in and then there are other scenes in which, um, when Shaker and his character as Vane makes makes the bed, and it's quite it's you know it it's it, you know um it's it's incredibly arduous um and and you know you watch it play out and I every time I watch that scene I kind of go. Oh, I don't think I'd bother. You know, I just don't think I'd bother changing the sheets on my bed. Um, and and so there there are there are some acts that just expand. You know, daily daily domestic things um, that expand on screen. And then there's sort of moments at which so much gets contracted. Um, you know, so. Yes, it's, 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 it's a bit of a time warp, this film. Well, it has a lot of um, suspense in it too. I'm quite interested in the notion of suspense because I was watching it and I was thinking, why would you live in a house that requires you to use so much uh, energy uh, to get up and down? And then I was thinking, why wouldn't you have someone who lives there as well? And each of these questions that I've thought gets answered later on. 
and they're incredibly uh, dramatic, the answers to these questions. Yes, yes, and and yet very grounded in 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 a reality, you know, where it it almost seems implausible. Like, yes, why would you? But then, let's say, live in a you know in a two story house with and narrow then, stairs. Yes, exactly. Um, and but yet, when you know, when it when it is explained to us, it 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 makes perfect sense you know you kind of go oh okay um and it's you know in many ways the film speaks to the assumptions we we make about things yeah yeah and, and the other thing before we leave the um uh, an important element of the film is this is the disability physical disability um is the um there was a very dark revelation around how outside members of his family basically want um him out of the way for his possessions <laughs> yes 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 and and these um and these these very mundane possessions you know the notion that that perhaps you know that that someone was more in need of a comfortable chair than he was yeah well it's interesting because it reminded me of something uh, quite different which was uh when i used to live in the bush we weren't very well off and uh i managed to get a very superior um uh, what is a trailer because the person who made it um had made it himself and it was it was a very superior trailer and i noticed that people around me began to think that i didn't deserve to have this superior trailer because i was a lesser economic person than them and it reminded me of the same thing he was a lesser person because he was apparently disabled do you know what i mean mm. like, it was yes. a very interesting uh, analogy, and it and it was similar to a film that uh, Depre, De, Gerard Depardieu is in about the man who lives as a uh, a farmer, and uh, the people steal his water. The uh, community around him don't uh, believe that they can steal from him because he's lesser than them. You know, he's poorer than them. It's quite yes. interesting. It, yeah, and and it makes me it makes me think of the film that's in the cinemas now, Pig, yeah. um, in which Nicolas Cage plays the lead, and this notion that um, that his you know that his pig could be taken because of who everyone thought he was, but then it was revealed he was. Someone else. Someone else. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just, I, some, as I'm speaking to this, I think I think I've just gave away the plot there. But no, 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 um, no, no, no. no yeah. I, I've seen I've seen the film. It's it's, it's an interesting um an interesting departure for. Uh, uh, I'm glad to see him going back to making more interesting films than shoot 'em up ones. Oh yes, yes. But you know we um we can't go you know we can't go past face off. The John yeah. Woo film, which you know is one of one of my favourites, but um, yes, with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, Beauty. that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, getting back to this particular film. Yes. Um, the uh, there's other things that are far more um, 
interesting in a way. Uh, I mean, there is the physicality, which is one thing, and that's the drama of it, and an important element. But the, uh, Shaka has some fantastic things to say around um, uh, philosophical uh, viewpoints around the world, uh, uh, around his world and the world in general, um, which are absolutely uh, riveting to listen to. He's quite um, uh, uh, um, an intellect. Eloquent and poetic, yes. Oh, yes, yes, and an intellect, yes, yes, indeed. Um, and I think, you know, I think he has, I think he has a, um, you know, a truly, a truly, um, I suppose we all have unique world views. But when, when you think about Shaker, you know, his, his whole life as an outsider, he's, you know, he's, he's British, British Indian. Um, and when he was sent, when he was sent to school as a boy in, in India, um, he, you know, he was the, you know, his, 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 his fellow, his fellow Punjabi Indians would would kind of consider him English, and yet you know, um, as, as he's never been embraced in England as um, as English, he's always considered British Indian. So he's, he's generally had to deal with being other, um, and the notion of the colour of his skin as wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that, on top of a disability. Um, really, really creates a, a certain worldview. And I suppose we shouldn't go past the um, small observation of his T-shirts. Oh, yes, indeed, indeed. His, his T-shirts are, are quite, quite something. Um, you know, the, the diversity of them, um, the stories that they tell in each scene, um, Yep, um, he's, he certainly has some beauties, doesn't yeah, he? He certainly does. Nadia this is Stephen Pigram from up Broomway, Yauru country, and it's great to be down in Melbourne and you're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Been here for a long time. You're with Annie on Showreel on 3CR Community Radio. We're chatting with film director Molly Reynolds about her recent film, Show Papa, made in collaboration with English filmmaker Shaka Bassi. Now, let's get to your collaboration and how that actually worked. How did that happen? Well, I mean, I know right. how, what, what did you yeah. do? Okay, um, we we I suppose we had a a pre-production of of sorts in that we spoke every, every day for for several weeks before we started shooting. Um, part of that was making sure that we got things right tech, technically, and then um, once we started shooting, Shaker very much had the had the lead on on that. Um, he would he would shoot each day. He'd, he'd upload the rushes. I would look at them, and then we'd speak the the next day. You know, in part about what he was doing and where he was going with things, but just just to keep the connection between us. So 
um, and we there were a lot of days of of shooting, and sometimes like it it tell it tell long stories. I say you've got to keep the story short. Um, so I had something something to to work with. Um, so we built up uh, the the footage, and then I was working with Tanya Nimi, who was based in Melbourne at the at the time, and we crafted the edit then, and that's where I suppose. Um, Shaker had handed over the baton to me. Uh, then there was Tom Hoisenroder in Adelaide who did the sound design. And again, that was, was also remote. And then we bounced the film over to Mark Eland in Sydney where he, you know, did all the, the, the final outputting, the picture grade and everything else like that. And it was just before when we're at fine cut stage um, or may, may have even been picture lock off, showed it to Shaker and he was like, whoa, I didn't see any of this coming. Um, but he was, he very much liked it. So I, I suppose that spoke to the trust between him and I that he, he, he trusted me to hand over the footage and, you know, pre- present him with, you know, close to a complete film. Oh, wow, that's amazing. So tell me about how you uh, approached the edit. How did you work on that? What's your method? Uh-huh. It, it's, it's always always about um for me um looking at the footage and what what strikes um what strikes me and it it can be um a very um it's 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 often it's often the small things that um uh are um that that engage engage me, and then it's about how to to build the the bigger picture. Um, I think, and and you know, I'm speaking about that as a as a very solo process, but it's it it's always working in collaboration with colleagues because, let's say, in working with Tanya, we you know the cut came out and and it went over to Tom, and I had said to Tanya at some stage, oh. You know, it's like a psychological thriller. And she said, really? I said, yes, because she, you know, it was what Tom had added um, through his sound design that that completed the film and that kind of gave it another, you know, another dimension altogether. So it's it's that was, Annie, a very strange answer that I just gave you. Um, no, 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 it, no, but it, it's fascinating. It's, it yeah it speaks to each uh i think each film the film in many ways often often presents itself which sounds like there's not a lot of work being done there because the process can be so different for for each film um and yes it's 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 about having the kernel of ideas and then being prepared to let those ideas grow in in whichever way they come. Yeah, well, I I think you're completely correct. It is like a psychological thriller. I mean, in my notes, I've written things like a lot of drama in stillness, um, that sort of thing. Uh, It's exploration of a mind. I mean, it seems so uh, unusual for a pictorial 
uh, element, a film, to be so uh, able to divulge so much of someone's interior self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, but that, you know, that certainly does take uh, courage in performance, I think. Yeah. To to be able to be able to to do that, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so even though we're talking about uh, Shaka, uh, he's actually playing a role, isn't he? So he, Shubaba he is, is a role. Yes, yes. Um, and I think he needed he needed to to do that in order to give over so much of himself. Um, because he has trained as an actor and he is a filmmaker. And so I think um, he, he needed to create a character in, in order to be able to present his, his world. Um, and because otherwise, I suspect it may have been too, too confronting to, to do what he did. Yeah, yeah, the stuff to do with uh, his parents... Um, mm. I mean, all the people who aren't there are incredibly vivid, the ones he talks about, even the person who doesn't help him, the delivery man. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. You, you, yes, you have, you, you, you have the, the sense that he is, he's, he's in dialogue, that he's engaging with others, even though we don't meet, meet those characters as such. I mean, it's, and how delightful it is to have his uh, young uh, niece and nephew come to the window. Yes, yes, because I think that 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 rem, reminds us reminds us of the of the greater world, and even even the the street scenes that that Shaker shot, um, they they become they become something so much more. Even though it is a view of a street, because that is that is the only outside world. Um, it's it's quite a remarkable film, I think, and um, I mean there may be others that who attempt to create during COVID, but this is uh, more than quite clearly more than just a diary. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Yes, it's it's a story. Yeah, it's a story. Um, and I, I guess, uh, have you, uh, just as a matter of interest, have you seen this thing that's on channel ABC, which is uh, monologues with uh, the last, the first one was with uh, um, oh. Imelda Staunton. Yes, yes, I, I I very much know know of them. Yes, indeed, the mono, the Alan Benham, Bennett yeah. monologues that were were revived during the pandemic. Um, yes, I know them. I know them from way back when. Um, I haven't. I will admit to not seeing any of of the recent ones. But yes, I. I there is I, obviously a uh, a strong um, English. Uh, patience for this incredibly uh, beautifully put together and self-revealing uh, mm-hmm. material. Yes, yes, it's it's it's, it's, it's certainly it's certainly a comparison. The the comparison there is worth making. Yeah. 
Anyway, it's going to be on at the Sydney um, Film Festival and um, people can get have a look at it online when the festival is yes. on in November. Yes, yes, because the festival is going both, you know, in the cinemas, um, but there, is, there are also online screenings, which are terrific in that it will, you know, it gives, gives people from outside Sydney the opportunity to see the film. Thanks for talking to me, Molly. No, a great, a great pleasure. That's it for this week. Keep safe until next week and keep listening. Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Curtain down on right. I got no time for private consultation under the Milky Way tonight. Wish I knew what you.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.